Welcome to Between the Waves, the podcast all about how to create sustainable mental health to help you find a little bit of space between your waves. Hey everyone, it's Hannah here. Today I'm joined by Naomi Buffery. Naomi is the anxiety healer. She helps bright, bubbly, gregarious career women who appear to be confident and self-assured but wear a mask to hide how they really feel. Naomi's unique coaching program shows women how to overcome anxiety, build unstoppable confidence and feel invincible. Amazing. Hi, Naomi. How are you? Hello. Yeah, I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. Thank you for joining me. It sounds like you've got just what I need. I need a bit of feeling invincible. That sounds amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what my program's called, Invincible, because I couldn't I couldn't think of another word that it describes how you feel when you when you don't have when you've got rid of your anxiety. Yeah, because once it's gone, that's exactly how you feel. So there you go. It's quite a powerful word, isn't it? It's a really powerful word. And I can't even as someone who lives with severe anxiety, I can't even Mm. imagine what that must be like. But Mm. I can I can absolutely relate to the word invincible. I feel like if I didn't have anxiety, I I would be completely invincible and unstoppable because, frankly, it dominates so much about my life. And I'm sure it does for other people. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It it doesn't need to, though. It's it is actually entirely possible to overcome anxiety. I think that's um, a common misconception that it's anxiety, something you have to live with. But it's actually it is actually actually totally possible to overcome anxiety. And I I am proof of that because um, um, I had anxiety for 20 years and now I don't have it. Unless, unless it's like a situation, you know, unnecessary anxiety. I don't have that because um, there are situations where you need anxiety. Oh, like yeah. You, like big presentations and stuff, you know. You're... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is totally possible to overcome it. I think that's I think that's, um, you know, if anyone watching this uh, or listening, sorry, listening to this, um, I think that's really important thing to 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 know, because even people like um, doctors, counsellors, CBT therapists, they all tell you that you're you have to live with anxiety and, and you don't. So there you go. A bit of hope for you there. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. So why don't we dive right in and, and get a bit of your mental health story and how you've overcome anxiety? Sure. It's, it's difficult to know where to start, actually, because anxiety was, you know, a, a huge part of my life for, for like I said, 20 years, 20 years I've um, I probably pinpoint when it started when I was about 20 21 I had a I had a breakdown and um, I started after a night I had a big night out and um, and then I had a huge panic attack that lasted for hours it was terrifying I don't know if you've ever had a panic oh, attack but yes they are not fun um, no, they yeah, it's it's any anyone I feel for anyone that has panic attacks because they you know you're so out of control and you just feel so helpless and it's not nice. Um so that sort of triggered my um breakdown. But then I think I think I'd been heading towards a breakdown for years before that. Um in you know, my um my mum died when I was fifteen and we were kind of like, we weren't really encouraged to talk about it. And we were sort of, sort of brushed under the carpet and I didn't grieve properly. And, and I was so unhappy and I 
um, and I masked all of that through going out and partying hard. And, you know, what goes up must come down. And I came crashing down massively when I was 21. And I had this huge, um, and I had a breakdown. And, uh, um, and yeah, it was horrible. It was horrible. I was um, scared to leave the house. I was permanently anxious. I was just con- in a constant state of fear. Um, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I, you know, I didn't know what was wrong with me. It was really terrifying. And I thought, you know, back then, and this was like over 20 years ago, mental health wasn't talked about as much then. So I was sort of, you know, really unsure about what was wrong with me. I just thought, I thought I was either going mad or I was going to die. That was the, those were the thoughts going around my head constantly. Yeah. So gradually I got over that breakdown and um and I you know started to rebuild my life and I started to rebuild my confidence and I found a job that I really loved and um and and things started to improve but I hadn't dealt with the underlying issues that had caused that breakdown so it left me with generalized anxiety and that was it I had anxiety constant anxiety for for 20 years and I believed that it was who it was part of me it was my personality it was it was who I was as a person I it became part of my identity and I you know I had lots of unhelpful coping strategies and my emotions were up and down all the time and yeah so myself and I read quite low self-esteem as well yeah so that sort of went on for quite a long time and then um, and then this, the, the catalyst for change was when my son was born and he was born and um, my mental health took a massive nosedive when he was born. And um, I think I think if I hadn't have had a breakdown when I was 20, I would have had one then because it was it, it was closer close to another breakdown basically but because I'd already been through that I kind of knew what it was so it wasn't as scary but yeah it was pretty much another breakdown and I had um uh, I was diagnosed with depression anxiety and OCD a big mixing pot of um mental health conditions and um terrifying intrusive thoughts which made me feel really really anxious and um, and I just thought to myself, do you know what? I said, this he's watching me. I've got to do something about this. Like I can't, I can't carry on like this. It was a real like defining moment where I thought, you know, I've got to do something about this. And over the years, I'd had lots of counselling, and I thought, right, well, you know, I'd never, I'd never really got on with counselling to be honest with you. I had quite a few bad experiences, um, but I thought I'd try it again. And I had lots, I had loads of counselling, and it was it was good I put some I put a lot of stuff to bed like some you know some of my skeletons in the closet I suppose I put yeah. stuff to bed, you know that would that had been that I hadn't dealt with but I still had a lot of anxiety and but and, and the, at this point I had a lot of social anxiety I was so concerned about what other people thought of me and it, it was bad. It got really bad at this point because I I even had social anxiety with my friends and my family. And um, I, you know, my really close friends, I convinced myself that they hated me. Um, it was you know, quite a dark time. 
so yeah so I had some counseling and then I had to I put the doctor put me on antidepressants which took the edge off but <laughs> the problems were still there yeah. it, it, that's all it did was took the edge off and then um and it just happened by chance how how I got how I discovered how to properly overcome anxiety for good was I um I'd started a, a support group in my local area for mums with postnatal depression because it's really actually really lonely becoming a new mum yeah. and I just wanted to make some friends I just wanted some friends <laughs> and I thought let's I'm going to start this support group for people who who were struggling and are scared to say they're struggling because that's another thing when you become a parent you don't you're scared to tell other people that you're not enjoying it yeah scared about getting judged um so yeah so anyway I started this support group and we used to have guest speakers come in and this wonderful lady came in and um she was a a an emotional health coach and she talked about how anxiety works and things you need to address and the cycle of anxiety and how to overcome anxiety by addressing the root cause and I was like this is this is amazing this stuff it really like it really hit a note with me and then so we 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 sort of connected and became friends and then a little while after she started up this uh, academy training people in her methodologies to help for, uh, to become a coach and I, and I thought I've got to do this and that was the moment that was the moment that I discovered how to co- overcome anxiety by going because as part of the coach as part of the training she coaches you first to make sure that you are in the right headspace to be a coach and then she teaches you how to coach and all that stuff and that was the moment and for me the the uh, the root cause of everything for me was my low self-esteem and it's different for everybody else it's different for different people but um that when you dig dig deep anxiety isn't actually the issue anxiety is the byproduct of deeper issues and for me mine was my uh, strong belief that I just wasn't good enough and that was and that was powering everything. So there you go. Wow. <laughs> and, then, and, that's, um, and that's you know, and I and that that trade that coach training and that coaching changed my life because I I I never thought I would ever overcome anxiety, and it was absolutely life changing. So yeah, so that's that's the journey that I've been on. <laughs> Is that um yeah that's incredible I mean as I said I've been nodding along to that because yeah. so much of your journey reflects my own and and the, that of other people that I've spoken to about anxiety and mm. it's just it's just about finding something that works for you isn't it finding that, mm. that tool that support network that really resonates for you and helps you address those underlying issues and and yeah. move forward with your life yeah yeah absolutely I think I think um there's you know there's a lot of misinformation about anxiety I think and and what what we're taught is that um we're taught how to manage the symptoms yeah and um how to calm yourself down in a moment of anxiety that's what we're taught how to do 
And that's what, you know, basically what CBT is, which is the which is the go to tool that you're taught when you have anxiety, if you go to the doctors. But actually, you it is possible to stop the anxiety happening in the first place if you if you address those underlying issues that are creating it. So, yeah, so to, you know, tools and coping tools and coping strategies. I, I really hate those terms because <laughs> it just it keep, keeps you stuck, keeps you stuck as you are because the anxiety is just going to come back. Yeah, no, I agree. And I thought, you know, those, those things are really helpful for those normal, I hate that word, but those, those, those mm. normal uh, situations that cause anxiety, like a job interview mm. or, you know, a big yes. presentation or whatever that might be for you. You know, having yeah. some of those tools and coping techniques is really helpful, isn't it? Just to yes. centre yourself, ready to go. But that's not a life approach. <laughs> that's not how you want to no. live. No, know? yeah, it, it's it's not how you want to live. No, you're absolutely right. And um, and you and you're right when you're in those when you're at a job interview. You know, deep breathing and meditation and you know um, stuff like that is really helpful because it helps centre you. But when you're when you've got lots of um, when you've got chronic anxiety and somebody says to you, oh, we'll use this breathing technique. And then you use the breathing technique and then the anxiety comes back at a later date or you or someone says, oh, get into exercise. Exercise helps So you exercise and that makes you feel better. But the anxiety comes back later. You start to think that there's something wrong with you because those things aren't working on a permanent basis. So you start to think oh, well, that thing doesn't work that that people, person advised. There must be something inherently wrong with me. That's what that's what I see. That's why yeah. I think um, sometimes these, you know, exactly what you said, these tools are great for, for helping you in those high stress moments. But, but when you have chronic anxiety, I think they're actually more damaging than they are good, in my opinion. Yeah, it's really tricky, isn't it? So that brings us really neatly onto what your change one thing would be, because, you know, it can be really easy to feel completely overwhelmed and therefore paralysed by the amount of things you feel like you need to change in your life. So what's that one thing that you'd encourage people to focus on? This is this is something that I tell all my clients to do is rather, you know, rather than focusing on the symptoms or the anxiety as a whole, and thinking, I need to get, I need to get rid of this. How can I get rid of it as quickly as possible? Um, look for, look for clues as to why the anxiety has it has happened in that moment. Now, there's there some some of us, you know, and I I used to say this as well, like, oh, I just feel anxious. There's no trigger, but there, there, I wasn't triggered. There's I just feel anxious, um, but there's always always a trigger and. The trigger is the clue to what the underlying cause is. So that's what I would focus on if you have anxiety is figuring out why you got triggered, what just happened, what, and then ask yourself, why do I feel like this? But ask yourself that five times, why do I feel like this? And then each time you, you'll get a different answer and each time you'll go a little bit deeper. And then that's the thing. That's the thing that you need to address. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does completely. Yeah, that would be my t- my advice. Great. So get stuck in and start questioning why you're feeling that that way in that particular moment. Try to uncover that core nugget of trigger that keeps mm. popping up for you. Yeah, Fantastic. absolutely. 
Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Naomi. That's been really oh, interesting and really helpful. And um, I can't wait to follow you on social media and learn more about what you do. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. I've loved it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. Please remember to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast to get the next episode as soon as it's ready and to help other people find us. See you next time.